Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Game Set Live. Another week, another show. This is where we uh, podcast. We bring you honest gameplay of the newest games and our thoughts on those games. And we also bring up the news. And this week, we got some news. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it a news or... Well, I mean, obituaries are in the news. So, yeah. It's quite possible. Uh, shout out to Thimber in the chat and uh, holding down the chat as the only non-show moderator in the chat. And um, it's Timmy in the chat. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, I'm kind of lost for words right now. I don't know really where to start. But yeah, um, it broke this past weekend that uh, we had already seen the writing on the wall as far as... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. I'll just start with our uh, our esteemed guest, Matt Likes Games. Sir, tell us a little bit about yourself. What have you been doing? What have you been playing? Oh, man, what I've been playing is uh, Death Stranding. I'm trying to get through that. I, I, like a lot of people saw Death Stranding 2 at, you know, PlayStation's last showcase. Yeah, and, and it was amazing, yes. The highlight of it, the show. Oh, easy. Easily the highlight of the show. Uh, looked phenomenal. I can't wait. I, I played most of it when it came to PC Game Pass, and I never got to beat it. Uh, so now I'm pl- replaying it again on Steam, the director's cut, trying to get all the way through that. It's amazing. I love it. Um, finals, I played 2K with Ham like every single night pretty much. I mean, I'm all over the place. I, I, I got ADHD. I played too many things, way too many things at once. Um, but yeah, that's 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 what I've been playing. Ah, sorry, everybody. I was muted. My dog started to uh, kill something in the backyard, and they're getting all rambunctious and barking and everything. And so I muted myself, and then I start talking. <laughs> Yeah, I start replying to Matt, and then, yeah, I realized, oh, you dumbass, you muted yourself. But, yeah, um, yeah, I, if I really wanted to show everybody what I've been playing in the gameplay this week, it would just be a lot more Power World, and I think we've all seen enough Power World to know that it is a sensation. So, I went back to Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to get into this a little later in the show, but I've... I've figured out the problem with suicide, the, the the source of the hate behind Suicide Squad, and uh, yeah, it's maybe a little eye opening. Uh, U.S. So U.S. So yeah, I almost did it again, Vinny. You so Vinny. You so Vinny, brother. How you doing? What you been playing? What's the weather like on the West Coast? Um. Well, we just had a storm recently, and that. And uh, it was concerning because we started getting brownouts, which isn't good. Oh. <laughs> and so I had to, uh, I just built a new PC, so I had to wait till I got my uh, surge protector to play on it again because yeah, I definitely don't want to fry this thing. Um, other than that, I've been playing a ton of stuff. Uh, recently, tried out Helldivers 2. Really fun game. It's kind of, uh, it's like objective based horde mode. And, um, Feels really good on PC. Uh, it did have some issues when it launched, 
as far as connecting to lobbies and whatnot and co-op. But I think the game's running fine now. Um, no DLSS, but uh, I've been getting pretty good performance at 4K, so no complaints. And then, um, yeah, I've just been testing out a bunch of games, like Cyberpunk, just got Red Dead 2. Um, that playing new, the finals with somebody's putting that new gaming PC through the through the ropes, aren't you? You're the ringer, yes sir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's PC gaming, man. It's different. It's it's like a whole new world. And you know, I I hate the stig the stigmatism behind PC gaming now. Is everybody's like, well, I don't. I don't want to have to update my PC and mess around in the settings for a freaking hour before I get to play. It's not like that anymore. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm it's old not school. like that at all. No, I'm <laughs> old school, and being an old school gamer like I am, it, in the back in the day, yeah, it was, it was a lot. But now, as soon as you start a new game up, it it looks at what you got, and it automatically sets everything. And if you choose to go in and toy with it, you have that option, but you don't have to. So, yeah. 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 As soon as I built it, like first time building a PC ever, um, installing windows was pretty easy. Updating all your drivers. Like you really only update them once and then yeah, not to worry about them for a while, but you could also set it to automatic updates and yeah. check for driver updates. If you have issues, Yeah, it's, it's not really like it. Just don't cheap out on parts. Like a lot of uh, people's issues, like they cheap out on certain parts and they stop working, and then mm-hmm. yeah, that's when you'll run into issues. But other than that, like it's been smooth sailing for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely uh, I've got my own uh, like favorite parts list that I got. I'm uh, unfortunately on the video side, EVGA is no more, but. Um, I'm a. Yeah. I, I loved EVGA. They're my favorite. I always got EVGA cards. Right now, I'm rocking a 3060 Ti EVGA, that is brand new actually because um I had problems with the old one that I bought off of eBay and I sent it to them because there was still time on the warranty and they sent me a fresh new card. So yeah, a brand new 3060 Ti in 2024. From EVGA, that's awesome. From EVGA, yeah, I know it was pretty awesome, dude. I. I I was like, wow. I started looking it over, and I was like, uh, don't think this is a used card they've refurbished. Um, I think they actually sent me some leftover stock off the shelf. This is awesome. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, I stick to, like, Kingston or Corsair for my RAM. It's, you know, when it comes to SSDs, it's it's either uh, Seagate, Western Digital, or SK Hynix. You just... Yeah, stick to what you know and stick what's been good to you in the past, and you'll be fine. Stay away from those too good to be true deals on Amazon because usually they they work for about sixty days, and then you find out that why they were too good to be true. But yeah, um, look, uh, let's just address the elephant in the room. And uh, before I get into it, everybody like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we only do a show a week. We won't clutter up your timeline, I swear. And, uh, yeah, you can also listen to this podcast live. Or not live. Uh, recorded the next day on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Pocket Casts. But uh, let's get it right into it. So, as I alluded to in the intro, 
we knew Sea of Thieves and High Fire Rush were pretty much a done thing. Um, and I don't think anybody really had an issue with that. Um, sea of Thieves could uh, could benefit from an influx of new players. And High Fire Rush, that was a passion project. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I... I don't even think I'd have an issue with another passion project known as Grounded going third party. Because, I mean, that could... Yeah. A new influx of players. And then it came out starfield and then starfield just seemed to be that rock that started the avalanche before you knew it it wasn't starfield anymore it was starfield and halo halo it was indiana jones oh yeah everything hellblade 2 yeah (laughs) the avalanche broke down the floodgate and before you knew it uh xbox is going to be a bona fide third-party publisher and yeah, that started some arguments, and um, we have the the absence of a panel member um, from here on out because of that. Uh, Spider Mac is anybody that reached out to him and asked him if he was okay. He blocked. Uh, I never even talked to him, and I've been blocked on Twitter and Xbox. <laughs> he, he even left the Discord, so he couldn't be a part of the show if he wanted to be. So. Uh, I'm like, wow, um, I don't know. We don't even know the concrete facts. But as my thumbnail alluded to this week, I mean, you don't come out, you don't have all this controversy start on a weekend and then tell everybody on that Monday, we'll let you know exactly what's going on in seven days while the brand just burns in the in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, that's got to be a PR nightmare. Just come out and and the and the fact that they haven't come out and just shot these things down like they have in the past leads you know it's more credence to the possibility that yeah it's true. I mean, uh, oh Vinny, are you going to buy another Xbox ever again? Mm, probably not. Oh. Just consoles in general. Man, <laughs> he just broke. I my mean, heart. yeah. PlayStation's eventually going to do day and dates, uh, so especially with, I know Helldivers 2 isn't made by a PlayStation studio, technically. Right. But, I mean, they see the success, like, number one on Steam for the day, and uh, yeah, like, eventually everything will be on PC, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Matt? I will probably buy another console. Uh, I mean, if I get a con like PS6 or Xbox, I would probably still get the Xbox because it's the ecosystem I happen to prefer. Right. Um, also, PlayStation, the way they're doing things right now, isn't something I'm like super thrilled about. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dying. I'm not dying to play remasters or remakes, and you know. Like, like Vinny said, stuff will come to PC eventually, day and date. Like, I'll mostly just be on PC and then, you know, grab an Xbox, whatever, whatever they end up doing next gen, whenever that is. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't have a PS5. I'm still rocking my PS4 Pro, my Series X, and my PC. And uh, it's not bad. 
Yeah, I mean, until they give me a real serious reason to, I mean, it depends on. So Death Stranding. Don't like remasters, Bob. Well, you know, I've already considering that I already got remasters with the PS4. Why would I get more remasters for the PS5? You could get remasters of those remasters, and Uh, that's remakes of those remasters. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Gosh, I mean, just keep revisiting franchises that we've already revisited just for <laughs> just for more eye candy oh no thank you i mean if i was in for, if i was in it for eye candy then i would be a bona fide pc gamer and that would be it and i'm yeah. not that but uh yes you, you know it, it depends on death stranding 2 death stranding 2 may push me to get a ps5 but as we've seen with, uh, it wasn't very long after Death Stranding that we got it on PC. And the majority yeah. of my play with Death Stranding has been on PC Game Pass. It's just kind of odd because there's actually Xbox achievements for Death Stranding on PC Game Pass. Yep. And with the look, uh, with uh, Helldivers being day and date, I don't, maybe Death Stranding 2 breaks that mode from an exclusive standpoint and um goes day and date that's my question if uh Elders 2 is gonna be has, has, was it announced to be just ps5 at launch no it's it's day and date pc and playstation oh day and date this time yes yes day and date pc and playstation wow i didn't know that that's crazy yeah, so, I mean, the writing's on the wall. I mean, there's day and date. I say before the end of the year, we get our first PlayStation exclusive on PC day and date. Which, I mean, Helldivers 2, yes. Yeah, you mean like first party. Yes, I, that's exactly what I mean. I mean first party. I think we'll see that. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I... I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, social media to people sell me, posting receipts of their console sales. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I've been loving it. I'm like, really? <laughs> you, you sold your Series X and all those games, and you didn't even break 400 bucks. And now you're stuck with an SSD that you can't, that they would not take. <sighs> okay. Uh, yeah. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean... It's funny they won't take the SSD. Yeah. Yeah, but... Nobody buys SSDs from GameStop or something? I guess not. I mean, to me, it seems like it would be something really easy to just format and put it on the show. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what's his name uh, on the Big Bang Theory found that... uh, that Batman thumb drive on the floor and he wiped it out and resold it. And they lost all that Bitcoin. Sorry. If if you've seen that episode or not. Yeah. Sad episode. I don't know. I'm so yeah, people selling their consoles, uh, jumping ship. And I gotta be honest with you since I've seen, since the, this whole thing started 
I'll like I'll hop on my Xbox and I'll go to play Power World or something, and then you know the thought will hit me. Well, let me check. Uh, let me check my friends list. And to be honest with you, I don't see. Is it me or is there not as many people on right now? While everybody's waiting to find out exactly what's going on, I've noticed that a lot of people have just been offline lately. Yes. Uh, Timmy says like when a plague would hit uh, those old, you know, yeah, old kingdoms, and everybody would just stay inside mm-hmm. <laughs> until the plague went away. <laughs> <laughs> this time, the plague is multi-platform for Xbox. I Xbox know. It's just, I don't know. No, and you know, I've said it. I said it in our private chat, Vinny. I've actually, I've always wanted every thing to be on every console and every platform it's just i'm a gamer and i want to see everything on everything you if you have a choice you should have a choice to buy a playstation or an xbox just like you have the choice of whether or not to put an amd platform in your pc or an intel platform in your pc one go ahead i'll go ahead no you go ahead i was gonna say see uh that'd be cool for me too only problem is that is if Xbox is the only one that does it, that just means, that, like, that's just a down spiral for the platform. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it is. It'll just lead to less console sales, less software sales, and then eventually, like, your digital library is gone because mm-hmm. they won't support it. I mean, just look at um, what Sony did with Funimation and Crunchyroll. I guess Funimation wasn't having enough uh, subscribers. Or sales in general, so they they just merged the two. Well, technically merged. Um, they pretty much just liquidated Funimation into Crunchyroll, and all the content that people had on Crunchyroll is gone now. So mm-hmm. no refunds. None. Or not ever. on Funimation. All the content people had on Funimation is gone. So because you could buy like anime seasons or movies and. Yeah, everybody just lost access to all their content. I do believe this is an internal struggle, though. That has recently come out here oh, in the last yeah. couple of days. This is a this is an internal struggle, and I think um, Phil, it's Phil against the shareholders. Shareholders are like, we just spent seventy billion dollars on this, you know, ABK and. We're wanting to see, which is funny because I, I know console sales are up. They have already come out and said that, you know, they've seen an increase in console sales this year, and I mean, the PAL world phenomenon is still alive and kicking. And right now, it's the only console that you can play that on. So there's people that I'm sure there's X, there's Series S's being bought just to play power world and i don't know i think i think this is a knee-jerk reaction that's being made in haste and uh i don't know it um it's definitely if you were going to kill a brand it's definitely the first thing you would do is say i'm going to put my exclusive on other brands (laughs) (laughs) now what's your whole take on the whole thing i know you said like you think it's overreaction from everyone, but like, uh, what's your exact thoughts on it? My, well, the thing my... is, I think it. Go ahead. 
I think it's an overreaction until we get an official statement. Like right now, because like I've heard multiple people throw out the theory, like Mike even threw out this theory when we were hanging out in party chat, Vinny, where like uh, it's not insane to think that somebody at Xbox leaked all this stuff and hopes to garner reaction to show that that's not something that people want. I mean, I think that theory makes a lot of sense. As far as like what happens if this all happens, I mean, it makes you're basically banking on your exclusive after once this happens being Xbox Game Pass. And it's up to whether or not they think that Game Pass is a viable exclusive. Is that does that make up for putting all of your games on another platform? Me personally, I would say no. But th- that's that's something they're going to have to find out. I, I'm I'm interested to see how it all unfolds. But it's just it's one of those things. It's hard for me to get like people are losing their minds over this, and it's hard for me to get that upset um, one way or the other until we actually hear something. You know. Yeah, I, this this announcement or the show or the, however they structure this for next week. I'd be ruthless if it was a show. It's a showcase. Right? It's a This is a showcase. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> but yeah, it would. So I'm telling you right now, you're probably going to see because. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't. I'm usually a little late to the like state of plays and the you know the PlayStation quote unquote showcases. I'm usually a few minutes late to them, and the, I'll be honest with you. Some of the time, I'm even catching up a little bit uh, on mainly so I can just fast forward to the shit I don't really care about on the um, the E3 showcases and whatnot, and you know, long live E3. Poor friend. I'm telling you right now, this is probably going to be probably the largest viewed stream in video game history. Dude, it's worldwide news. <laughs> it is. It's worldwide news. You're going to have everybody on the edge. You're going to have PlayStation fans just looking for ammunition. And you're going to have Xbox fans on the edge of their seat trying to, you know, speculating and hoping that their brand isn't going to, like, shoot itself. Which all signs are pointing towards that, but yeah, there's this, uh, yeah, this stream is gonna be it's gonna be crazy, and even uh, what'll be even funnier is uh, if n- if none of it's true, you know, I put it in our chat a little while ago that maybe because Phil said these games will be on platforms where Game Pass exists. And uh, I do. I think that was a pretty good rendition of that of that quote. Thank you very much. Uh, but what if they open this show with announcing that Game Pass is going to PlayStation, and that's how these games are going to be on PlayStation? And then, if, if that happened, the tables would completely flip because then it would be Sony that gave in, and not Xbox. You know, what if these leaks yeah. came from a advertising firm that was putting something together 
for Game Pass on other platforms, and the three games that they used were Sea of Thieves, Hi-Fi Rush, and Starfield. And so this gets out, and one thing leads to another. Oh my God, these games and all their exclusives are going to go, you know, third party on other platforms. When actually it was just a Game Pass advertisement. Which I don't know. Eh. I don't think Sony would ever allow Game Pass on. Uh... Eh, I don't either. I think Microsoft would love that, though. They would. Yeah, Microsoft would love that. I bet. Oh, Vinny, Thimber said your mic is going loud and then soft, and then loud and then soft. Oh, let me adjust that. Give me one second. I say, are you, uh, you over there? You dancing the jig while you're talking on the mic? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's <laughs> Oh man, it's just uh, I don't know. It's just crazy to even think of. Uh, see, this is what you get, Phil, for playing Kumbaya and being nice. Yeah, that's horrible. But you know, I still have hope, and uh, I have hope for the brand. I mean, see, this is what people need to realize. As a gamer, as a fanboy, this is soul crushing. But as a gamer, this (laughs) does absolutely nothing to you. It means nothing to you. This is just a corporation that is doing what corporations are set out to do and that's to make money and in the end if this means faster game development better game development less bugs in the end because a game that sold three million copies on this platform because of game pass subscriptions sees another three million dollars of total i mean like solid sales on another platform Okay, if that's how I get Starfield 2, so be it. If that means we don't have to wait four years for another Gears, so be it. If that means that Halo doesn't come out broken, so be it. Uh, yeah. I'm, as a gamer, I still I win from every angle as a gamer. As a fanboy, putting, putting my, my feelings on my sleeve out there on social media... Yeah, this is soul crushing for for that person. But at the end of the day, kumbaya, we'll be, we'll all be on the same team finally, right? Yay! <laughs> the blue team. Oh no, will it be the purple? No, what what is green and green and red, or green and blue? Green and blue. Yeah, this will be the purple team. It's not purple. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The purple. I don't think it's purple. Brown. Yeah, it's a purple. It's a brown purple. team. I don't mix. I don't mix colors very often. I just pick them on Photoshop and say, "Yeah, it looks good to me." Ugh. Yeah, this whole thing is just like it's infuriating. Like just like making us wait till next week to see what happens. I mean, yeah. just this. It's like, do you think they care like about the the brand anymore? Like, do you think they see the people selling their Xboxes and stuff or? I, I think the the biggest problem with all of this, even more than Xbox potentially going third party, is the making us wait for a statement. Because, like, what's going to happen is next week they'll give us a statement. A worst case scenario, literally worst case scenario, is everything is going to PlayStation. That's the worst case scenario. Best case scenario, 
this is all bullshit and there's nothing going on. And it's probably realistically probably somewhere in between. So, I mean, that comes and goes next week. And then we all just kind of move on. But it's this week. Like, it's what's happening between what Phil said on Monday to whatever they say next week is the, the, the part that just is terrible. The part that's really terrible for a lot of people. And, and I feel like that's, that's, that's doing more damage than whatever you're about to announce next week can ever do. And, you know, I can't. So we know we've got, you got a, two different versions of a PS5, right? You got, uh, you got the disc version, which is $500. Or then um, you've got the version without the disc, but the new, the new reiteration of that is the one that you can buy without the disc, but you can add the disc later. But those are still, we're still mm-hmm. talking $400, $500 systems. And um, yeah. the panelist that will be here shortly that is eating with his family, which happens ever since we put the show at 7 o'clock instead of 9 o'clock, we intrude on his family time. That's understandable. But Fabio, he lives in Brazil. And the Brazilian hey is, and all the taxes they deal with down there, um, all Fabio could afford was a Series S. And which, you know, is a great console. It makes toast perfectly. Um, <laughs> For a dollar a day, you could help people like Fabio upgrade to a Series X. Right, but, <laughs> it, it, you know, at the end of the day, that's, to me, that, that bothers me the most about this whole situation is that if they kill the console because they have really Microsoft has really went out of their way to appeal to two different demographics the enthusiast who wants the best that they can buy with their dollar in the Series X and then the Series S for the person who still wants access to that platform that ecosystem and some of the um benefits of the new hardware at a cheaper price i mean i think i've even yeah. I've seen the series s as low as 200 dollars, and that's that's crazy so yeah which yeah, you can't even find a gaming laptop that performs like that for 200 no, so i i really want to know what you guys think of if this is true if if you know, let's just let's just say that the Starfield, the Half Hour Rush, and Sea of Thieves is a done deal. Is just waiting for announcement because we've already seen that Microsoft has invested in more PS5 dev kits. So mm-hmm. we know that's we know that's a fact. And oh, let me break from that real quick. Fabio, sir, how are you doing? Yo, welcome Yo, to Fabio. Yes. This is How are you doing, everyone? The Brazilian gangster, live in the flesh, sir. Always. Always. <laughs> Always a Brazilian gangster. Of uh, course. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here. And yeah, let's go. Well, you've been where, play- where did I stop you guys? Sorry oh, for you. Where- oh, what have I been playing? Yeah. Okay. I've been playing some Halo Infinite, of course. I did play as well some Power yeah, I've been playing some Madden NFL 24 because the Super Bowl is almost here and I just want to point out and say, screw you, Kansas City Chiefs. I don't want you to win at all. Like two championships in a row. Ah, 
<laughs> God damn. And other than yeah, I wish my Vikings were there. I wish that the Detroit Lions won against the 49ers. But yeah, Sally, I will have to root for the damn 49ers to win the goddamn Super Bowl. But yeah. You know, but yeah, who cares? And and other than that, mm-hmm. I started to play some Forza Motorsports. I never did actually manage to get some to play the next gen version of Forza Motorsports. So yeah, I'm really at the introduction, and yeah, so far so good. Yeah, it still kills me that you live in Brazil and the, you pick the NFL team that's probably one of the farthest northern teams you could pick. <laughs> Which one would you want me to pick? Like, I pick I the, the team that more like me. I, I am like a, I am a Viking, so yeah, I am fun of, Nord- of Nordic culture, so yeah, so I will pick the Minnesota Vikings. You know, Miami Dolphins are closer, and they actually had a shot this year. Uh, I hate heat. I really hate heat. So, yeah, Miami is not is not something for me. Yeah, well, at least they had a shot this year. You know, they weren't they weren't home during the playoffs. They had, you sure? So so did the Cowboys. So did the the, the uh, Browns. Well. Cowboys always choke. <laughs> yeah, they do. Leave 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 my father's team out of this. <laughs> So what we were what we were talking about, Fabio, was about to you, you entered the perfect time because I want to put this on the panel, and I'll give my thoughts afterwards. Um, but so let's mm-hmm. just say that Sea of Thieves, Hi-Fi Rush, and Starfield is a done deal, barring the announcement, the official announcement that that's going to happen. But let's say that the whole catalog gets the third party treatment what are your honest opinions about what xbox could do to keep the console alive what what's what are the caveats that they can add in there to say hey you know you're gonna have the more is it, are they gonna stick with the the more powerful option or are they going to cater to people who actually get the console in a certain way what do you think they could do to um, not kill the brand, but still accomplish this third party thing? Anybody? I, I mean, when you when you, I mean, when you speak about the whole catalog, are you talking about every single game, every single like Xbox game, Studios game, Activision Blizzard games, and Bethesda games that? are already released and future ones or are you just saying the ones that we have right now are going to be multiplied and in the future we might get exclusives yeah let's go with that let's go on a yes a, a case by case <laughs> uh, yeah yeah like i ask you i ask you one uh, i ask you one, one or, the other, or another yes. and, you, and you tell me yes you want this or that mm-hmm. yeah oh, okay well that may <laughs> That may even go into how you keep the console alive is by keeping some exclusives there. But yeah, what what is your, how do you think Xbox does this and doesn't kill the brand, which they're already well on their way to doing with being quiet. Yeah. Okay. Like here's what, here's what I feel. Let me, let me make a way more complete answer to this situation because let me explain what I told you guys on our private chat on Twitter, which is like 
Xbox has the opportunity to do what they suffered in 2013 by PlayStation. So let's make the here's a perfect analogy for this situation of making us have to wait for one week because Xbox saw the rumors and they saw have all the info they need to how people are going to react if that's the plan or if they are going to do exactly the plan that the rumors were saying with every single detail saying that everything is going to be multiplayer we're going to just get temporary exclusives and after one year or two we are going to have them going to playstation and nintendo switch la di da blah 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 xbox saw the reaction to these rumors and these are just rumors this were not confirmed yet what i hope and think that xbox might do is the proof of if they are intelligent which is if phil spencer didn't say anything like don't trust rumors we are not doing this or just killing right away the rumors whatsoever and just making us wait for one week that means that something is going to change but what i think they are going to be doing right now seeing all the reaction that people had and the backlash that they are going to be receiving from that decision they don't want to have a, another xbox one generation they don't want to have such a extreme case like that they don't want to have a, another red ring of death just like the 360 era what I think they are going to do during this week is somehow adapt the plan to make something that is going to be acceptable for the fans or for the majority of the fans and is still going to follow what they intend to do to, for the business model going forward. If PlayStation managed to do that from one day to another during that 2013 conference where Xbox went first, said what they had to say, people hated it and PlayStation saw the reaction and when they were supposed to do the same thing as Xbox, they flipped the switch and said, we are not going to be doing that. If in one day Sony did that, Xbox has to be able to somehow either flip the switch or adapt to something better because there's no way they are seeing the reaction of people and they are still thinking, let's go with the original plan, that's it, let's go with just making everything multiplayer and temporary exclusives Ooh, no one to accept, like, you know what I mean? So what I think is going to be more acceptable, now going to the answer of your question, well, first of all, I honestly don't necessarily care for the exclusive titles. But would I love to have some exclusives? Yes, of course I would love to have some exclusives. But what I am most afraid of is for us to have a new model there's, that might make us lose the console. And I want to... And I want to be secured, I want to be safe that I'm going to be able to, in the future, continue to have the platform that I choose, that I like, and continue to have my library of games. Sure, I can keep my old console, of course I can, but in future generations, what am I going to be doing? So, like, I don't want to go to PC, and I don't necessarily have any interest in the... PlayStation and like my only interest in the Nintendo Switch were mostly like just Super Smash Bros that had Banjo Kazooie characters, just that. 
So what I'm mostly afraid of is I don't want to lose the console that I want. I don't want to lose the opportunity to choose whatever console I like. So what I think they can do to make something more acceptable is to say Activision Blizzard and Bethesda games are going to be multiplat or temporary exclusives to Xbox, temporary, and soon they are going to be shipped to PlayStation, but nothing's going to change from the studios under the umbrella of Xbox Game Studios, which are the 15 studios that they got right now. Minus, of course, Moyang that has Minecraft, and what a, who, which other studio from Xbox Game Studios does multiplayer games besides Minecraft? Mm. Let me just check here, just for once. Um, Mojang does... Um... Uh, oh yeah, Mojang and like contractual obligation games that they had just like Double Fine did with like games as Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2. 2. That yeah, game yeah. is like, that game is an Xbox Game Studios title, but it was promised before the acquisition to be multiplayer. So like, unless it is a game that was promised to be multiplayer, or it is from a studio that is going to keep themselves as multiplayer, like Moyang Studios. I think that the only way they can, that fans can accept this model is if they do something like that. Bethesda and Activision Blizzard are going to be multiplats, and Xbox Game Studios are going to continue as the Xbox platform. I think that's the best way to go, honestly. Yeah. I'm well, oh, you know, just shortly before you arrived, Fabio, I I gave a little um a different look at it. Uh, how many buying options do you have for PlayStation? You have a four hundred dollar and a five hundred dollar option, and I know in Brazilian hey eyes that really doesn't work for you down there. It's still very expensive. Yeah, it's really expensive. But the Series S worked for you down there, and if they were to kill their hardware, amazing. Yeah, if they were to kill their hardware, then they would be shutting out a lot of people in a lot of different parts of the world that just cannot afford the price tag that Sony is putting on their hardware. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. yeah. But, uh, Mr. Matt likes games, sir. Um, how do you think the hardware survives this? If the worst case scenario does happen? The hardware, how do I think the hardware survives? I mean, that's gonna be interesting, but if I had to say, I mean, you have you first of all, you have to have some form of exclusivity to something, um, especially for the more hardcore fans out there. You need to have something that makes your thing unique, uh, whether whether that's actual true exclusives that last or timed exclusivity. You have to have something to make uh, that appealing to people. Um, as far as, because because it really depends on like if it's just if it's just Bethesda and ABK, then you can then you can still say well okay Bethesda and ABK goes to PlayStation, but we still have uh, our you own know, studios. Yeah, we still have our own studios. We still have. Hellblade, which you know, that's well, part of the rumors as well. But you still got stuff like that: Hellblade, Halo, Gears, and whatever else. Um, 
which which is appealing or at least in my opinion appealing um but it's going to be tough to keep the console itself alive what's wild about this is i think xbox if they do this i think xbox as a brand flourishes i think the console does the exact opposite um i i it's going to be really hard to keep that um alive for a lot of people especially to justify it whenever when everybody's going like well i can just buy a playstation i can just put some money aside start saving build a pc i mean when your options are are like that it's going to be difficult i I feel i don't know how they're going to keep the console alive it's going to be really tough i think and let's not forget that like let's not forget that well like um, what do you so let's not forget so we have brought up the whole game pass uh viewpoint yeah. on it and we we know sony's not gonna let game pass be on their console so game pass can't be multi-platform game pass is going to have to have a home mm-hmm. and that home is going to have to be the hardware so yeah i mean and you know if you, if you and if you do the math Game Pass is still making billions of revenue every year. That's still, I don't know, I don't think you walk away from that. You've, you've got to have a home for your service. Yes, you can have it on other services, which we've seen on PC. And, um, you know, I think Game Pass is a real possibility on Nintendo. But on PlayStation, I think Game Pass doesn't work for PlayStation because Game Pass will show it, Game Pass will be an in your face look at the flaws that your gaming service has on PlayStation that Game Pass fixes. It you know, it would just yeah. be it, it would make game it would make uh PS Plus it would just make it, it would make it look inferior. So I don't think Sony would ever let that happen. But you're still gonna have to have hardware for your for your service. Now, whether or not mm-hmm. that they go as far as to brand it in the future as the most powerful console in the world, whether they go, whether they, they go as far as they went with the Series X from an engineering standpoint, uh, yeah, I'm, I do, I have something else to say about that too. But I'll let Vinny I'll let Vinny chime in with his with his take. Uh, sir, how does the how does the hardware survive this? Um, how do we get it? it still, it doesn't. No, I mean it. Like no software means no hardware, and I mean I mean obviously the games will still be on Xbox and whatnot, right? But well, what the media does is the reason why exclusives are so important is not because they sell the most out of any games on the market right besides you know nintendo switch games um it's because they're used by the media as marketing so they're marketing tools and the reason why they're so strong for the reason why playstation so strong is because they have these great looking games that um you know aren't really on any other platform even on pc they're not on pc and they've built this like portfolio over the years so the media sees that they're marketing them all the time ign especially they're like oh you know hey this is like top 10 things about god of war or 
you know, five things to do in playing Forbidden West, and people see this, and they're like, oh, you know, like, I want to get a PlayStation. And then <clears throat> what that does is it boosts console sales, which ends up boosting software sales, which ends up boosting, you know, engagement from players. Um, but when you have no exclusives to differentiate yourself, I mean, Game Pass is pretty good, right? Like, I think we all are subscribed to Game Pass. We all love Game Pass. Yeah. But... You know, when the only thing you have that differentiates yourself from um, the, the competitor is Game Pass. And Game Pass isn't even exclusive to Xbox. It's on PC. It's on cloud. It's on a bunch of things. So you don't even need Xbox to use Game Pass. So ultimately, no exclusives plus um, no hardware sales will just end up leading to... Xbox in the future just not doing consoles anymore and ultimately just going multiply. And that's the reason why a lot of people are upset. It's not because, you know, the BS excuses that um, people are saying, like Colin Moriarty saying, oh, you know, people are just upset because they're, I, I, I forgot how he put it. He said something about they yeah, developed sure. a relationship. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, they developed like a relationship with Xbox and blah, blah, blah. Like, like no it's because we love xbox is one thing but <laughs> we're upset because this ultimately leads to us not having our digital library that we curated during the xbox one generation till today yeah mm, can i add on to that really quickly i think one thing that's going to save the console by necessity is what Vinny just said that digital library that people have built up since the probably the end of the 360 mid 360 to, to now. Um, I feel like unless they're going to refund people money, which I, they're almost certainly they not going to do. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're almost certainly not <laughs> going to do that. So like they, I feel like the console is going to stay alive simply by necessity of having to support that digital library. Because if you just say, Hey, we know you spent all this money since whatever, 2010, on a digital library in our ecosystem but sorry guys our consoles just we're not making them anymore you would have to have something in place to be like okay your your digital library we're not going to have it here on our thing because we're done making the thing but you can have it we'll put it on i think the closest thing they have to that right now would be microsoft store on pc and not everything that you bought over the years is available on microsoft store on pc yeah so they got to have something as a backup plan in place, make a deal with somebody to make your digital library go somewhere else so that it's always there. Otherwise, I feel like the console kind of needs to be alive just by necessity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, are we taking into consideration the like if the rumors, every single detail of the rumors are true in terms of everything, no exception is going to be multiplied? Well, the original leaker, Nate the Hate, said people were overreacting and that the only things that leaked for him were just a couple games and one of them including Hi-Fi Rush. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, people made up the rumors. Well, people started... It was like a snowball effect. As soon as like Hi-Fi Rush was leaked, people were like, oh, you know, Starfield, oh, Indiana Jones, oh, now it's Halo, Gears, and Forza. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like in my opinion, like what I hate the most is how we've seen like some 
some of these media guys, some of these quote-unquote insiders, or like just people that love to share any sort of information, like how they kind of mismanage this situation in terms of like, sure, mostly it's the fault of Xbox for like having such a model and like they intended to make us wait till spring for their rights to tell us something about that. And now we're going to be getting this on the next week. But like we saw like some guys like Iroslav, like Iroslav, mm -hmm. he made like the biggest post telling all the rumors, everything, every situation, every detail, like in terms of it doesn't matter if it was real, it doesn't matter if it was confirmed, it doesn't matter if it was going to cause chaos or if it was actually true. He just posted the tweets because he's a guy that wants to share information of the gaming world. I do understand that. But today or yesterday, he made a post saying... I just want to say that for now all I am going to be posting more stuff more stuff that is guaranteed to be confirmed instead of rumors like you seriously made all this chaos you seriously contributed for all of this chaos and now you're saying sorry and now you're kind of saying sorry seriously now to say sorry like it's really why well, it wasn't just him, too. Let's be... Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying one, just one example. Not saying that he was everything and that's it. Like, he is the one responsible for that. But, like, like he is the only one responsible for, for that. But, like, he is one of the biggest ones that managed to cause the entire chaos of the situation. So, yeah. Kind of. Jesus. Like... <laughs> my god hey shout out to boba fett gaming and hard days mike in the chat thanks for stopping by mike what's up mike yes uh what's up boba fett so oh uh, what i want to see the reason the way i think the problem that i have with the hardware space and consoles right now is the parody i i, I can't stand that con both consoles decided to go with the same architecture with the same gpu it it, it just it infuriates me that that's what makes you're, you're, you're it, saying the playstation 5 and the xbox series x yes. or you're saying the series s and series x well both of them are still using the, both of them are using amd apus with rdna graphics and it's to me that what they need to do in the future, from here moving on out, they need to break this mold. They, I want to see a console with some NVIDIA graphics. I actually want to see... I don't want to see who does the same ar architecture the best. I want to see two competing architectures against themselves. That's what makes PC gaming so great. Um, you got your NVIDIA versus Radeon. You got your AMD versus Intel. Yes, I'm an AMD fan. But only from the CPU side. You know, I'm rocking my 16 cores, my 32 thread, uh, 5950X CPU. But I am a bona fide NVIDIA fanboy when it comes to my GPU through and through. It, it's the most compatibility for 
my you know the video engine for my encoding my transcoding and just the way that plays games from dlss to the ray tracing cores i want to see xbox break that mode and move away from it you know and it sucks because uh, nvidia doesn't make an apu so we're talking about a system that's going to be a cpu separate with uh, a discrete gpu in it and that's gonna be expensive but I mean, I know they can figure out a way to do it. I mean, you go back and you look at the very first Xbox console that came out in 2000. That was NVIDIA graphics with, I believe it was an Intel processor. They did it then. And look at what it did. I mean, it, it wiped the, it, from game to game comparisons, it wiped the floor with the PS2. It was just... I, I break the parody mold. That's how you keep your hardware fresh is by not making it so much like the other guy. Yes, you've got 12 teraflops over there, 10 point, whatever it is. But guess what? They're still doing games better than you are. Every Digital Foundry video that I watch, I'm floored by seeing that the less powerful hardware is doing it better. How is this possible? It doesn't add up. It you just need to go another direction. Yes, it's gonna stay around. Like, I don't think I, yeah, I don't no, think the like different I, hardware though is gonna change that. Like this is not a situation of the hardware, Bob. This is in my opinion, this is a situation of the optimization, honestly, because yeah. PlayStation is the console with the bigger fan base. They are the ones that, sold, that sell the most consoles. They are the ones that has the most unit, console units sold since the PlayStation 4 generation, which they had that amazing, those amazing numbers. And they continue to have some really great numbers on the PlayStation 5 generation. Sure, they didn't get to the level of PlayStation 4 generation, of course, but they are still are pretty big because they consider, and the developers, most of the third-party publishers and developers, they consider like, mm, the majority of gamers has either a PC, a PlayStation 4, and a Nintendo Switch. So basically, the, they are counting that these people are going to continue on the PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 6, and so on, so on. They are considering that. So they are going to shift their focus not to the mo to better optimize not the most powerful console, but the most popular one. Yeah. And it doesn't help that there's two different SKUs either. That, I think... That yeah. divides resources from developers. Yeah, I think the big issue there is that is like unfortunately, I feel like it's the two SKUs. Um, hard hardware wise, that I also feel like switching to Nvidia. Um, you what you brought up the point of it being probably a bit more expensive just because of Nvidia is not making APUs uh, really. Uh, so it would be more expensive in that regard. Um, also, it's it's one of those things, you know, with the PS6, we would assume they're going to stick with AMD because why why not? Uh, it, it also adds another thing that developers have to uh, fine-tune and optimize for. And I feel like, you know, to the point that Fabio just brought up, I mean, you know, 
why would you fine tune and optimize for this thing that isn't selling half as much that isn't going to sell nearly as many copies of your game as the other thing is so it's it's a tough it's a tough spot to be in in that regard yeah but i don't know an interesting point too oh go ahead well it just goes back to i mean because the two of them are so similar i mean yes i know that playstation had um remember we it would kept it was being dubbed rdna 1.5 because it wasn't quite yeah. rdna 2 it didn't have all the bells and whistles rdna 2 did but that sony chose to take some of the things from rdna 2 and have it implemented into the rdna 1 which kind of made it 1.5 at the same time we're we're talking about hardware that's so similar so one that had all the features and one that only had one and a half of the features you you would think that they would still perform what are you optimizing for we're talking about the same hardware but yet playstation still does it better it doesn't make any sense you know it's like having the it's like a 4090 versus a 3090. Yes, the 3090 will do everything that the 4090 does, but guess what? The 4090 pumps out better for, you know, it's more efficient. It, it it's got more frames, which that we which is the difference we should yeah. have seen between the Series X and the PS5. They both do the same thing, but the Series X does it so the, much the better. The thing is Go ahead. Oh. Uh, no, I was just going to say like the PS5 doesn't have better hardware is the thing. It's it's just Really, I think it just comes down to resources. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's what it, they know they're going to sell on PlayStation compared to Xbox. So it's like, and I also wonder, I mean, and I say this is something, I'm not a developer. I have no idea how it works. Um, but I wonder if um, also because of what you just said, I know that the big thing at launch was RDNA 1.5 versus RDNA 2. Um I wonder if because PlayStation 5 shares more similarities with previous um, hardware, like previous generations of hardware, because it's not truly that that next leap in between the two consoles. I wonder if because it shares that, if it's just also easier to develop on. It's also easier to just get things right for it. I'm not entirely sure how that would work. Yeah. Oh, me neither. I just... Oh, I'm. I, it's it's kind of like uh, it's, it's almost like like comparing an orange to a tangerine. You know, the differences are so minuscule, but the likenesses. I, I don't want to do that next generation. You know, I I and actually I want to see actually I want to see a, a table versus a chair. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to I don't I want the parody to go away. I want to say, okay, let's, you know, instead of seeing who does this better, let's see who's actually better. And, yeah. You know who could do that is Intel. And maybe instead of NVIDIA, they go full Intel. That would be interesting, especially with the rumored uh, APUs that Intel's making. I'd be interested. I'd be really interested to see that. Dude, I've got... I've got um an i my laptop. I've got an i five with uh, with Iris Xe. That integrated graphics that I, that new Iris Xe is no joke. 
I mean, yeah, it doesn't do a lot mm-hmm. of th- doesn't do a yeah. lot. It does everything I needed to do, but yeah, seeing that and uh, and uh, yeah, it could very possibly be. And you know the things going on with Intel right now about how they've been taking cheap shots at AMD for because Intel's kind of like hit a brick wall as far as their processing goes. Um, maybe APUs in the consoles is um, Intel's saving grace to kind of bring them back to like, like Boba Fett said in the chat. You know his last two systems have been Intel, but I mean right now when you get into the people that are building their own PCs, I mean building their own PCs, I hate to say it, but I think AMD is what people are gravitating towards because they're making the most noise in the CPU space with PCs. I don't know. Maybe that's an opportunity, but I don't know. Yeah, I'd be interested to see that. And we've already, we've already heard rumblings too that the, Thimber brought it up in the chat and just going to reiterate that, uh, yes, we know that new Xbox hardware is coming. They're already mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. on it. So mm-hmm. I just don't see this as a, yeah, I'm going to stick with Bethesda titles because, I mean, Bethesda has got such a long history with um, all of their IPs being on all platforms. And Activision Blizzard's got a lineage of everything being on all platforms. Yeah, I do think... And you know, I mean, we may even go as... Because Sea of Thieves has been brought up too. I'd, I'd go as far as to say that Rare has got that same lineage. Which is why we're seeing the Sea of Thieves being brought into the no fray. no i don't necessarily think so because rare has been an xbox studio way more it has been an xbox studio in much bigger time of its history well, i don't know when i think of rare it was a second party studio nintendo yeah but when i think of rare the first thing i think of is donkey kong country yeah, I know. Everyone thinks about that. Everyone thinks about those situations where Rare was on the top of the world releasing Congress Pet Fur Day, Banjo Kazooie, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong's Diddy Conquest, Diddy Dixie Kong Double Trouble, and La Dida, all those games for for the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo 64, the magical era. And then in 2002, they were acquired by Microsoft. The situation, but still, even though most people recognize Rare for that, there's still an entire generation. There's still tons of people with the success of Sea of Thieves that knows Rare for what they are now which is the Sea of Thieves developer. And we might get something amazing from Everwild that is going to make another generation say, oh, these are the Everwild developers. The issue with Xbox and Rare throughout their history is not a situation where, oh, the games were not good or the games were trash or something like that. It was because a bunch of, most of the people were actually angry that Xbox, that Microsoft acquired Rare and because of that, they didn't even give a chance 
for the games, grabbed by the Ghoulies, their first title for the original Xbox, the first title ever since they joined Microsoft, was a failure in terms of, of selling points. But if you play the game right now, it is a hidden gem, honestly, from the original Xbox. And a lot of Nintendo guys that were saying shit about this game when it got released, when it was announced, they made videos saying, I played this game and I wished I had given a, a second chance when it came out. So, like, I think that, honestly, it's just a matter of perspective. Our perspective is, Rare is the studio that makes Donkey Kong, that made Banjo-Kazooie, and yes, that made Sea of Thieves. But for a lot of people, it's the studio that made only Sea of Thieves, but it doesn't matter. Rare has been an Xbox studio for way more time than it was a Nintendo studio. Yeah, I, I agree, but... Oh, it's just the, there's a disconnect there that when you think rare, you don't think, you know, like I said, Donkey Kong Country and Diddy Kong and those guys, you know, I just. Yeah, but it depends. What about the guy, the people that literally got married in Sea of Thieves? There's cases where because of COVID, Sea of Thieves approached people, they met. A guy met a girl on the game and they actually made their marriage ceremony in the game. That 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 is documented in the selfies documentary that Red has released. That is true. I'm not speculating or saying that that might have happened. That actually happened. So like for depends on the on the type of person, depends on their taste, depends on what they lived and depends on their generation. Yeah. I think we've beat this horse, this horse to death, guys. <laughs> uh, I do want to say um, that uh, I don't know. Maybe these wheels got turning before the Pal World phenomenon happened, and uh, maybe they're taking their time to kind of put the brakes on some of this because. I have heard rumors um, in a couple of other groups that I'm in with pod, with fellow podcasters that um, the Xbox extending um, the olive branch to Pocket Pair and giving them dedicated servers for Power World and speeding up the accreditation process for updates that actually went a little further and um that is in uh exclusivity uh we do know that power world had a one-year game pass agreement and i've heard a rumor that that is not just a game pass agreement anymore that is a console exclusivity on game pass for a year so even if playstation was to change the rules they have on unfinished games and game previews um, being allowed in their service that it can't happen until this time next year anyway. I don't know. Yeah, Thimber brings up, what if Xbox buys Pocket Pair? Well, it would be solely on uh, the success of Power World, my friend, because uh, Pocket Pair has not got a very good track record with support uh, of their games. And, you know, Everwild, I'm... 
I think Everwild is uh, going to be just like Power World. I mean, maybe not the uh, as how as far as how you capture your pals, but the premise I believe is very close between Everwild and um, and Power World, which could be oh could be conflicting in the end. But you know, we'll just have to wait until Monday. Or it, do we even know? Is it Monday or is it going to be sometime next week? We have a date. We don't know yet. <laughs> really? uh, no, just next week. It could be just Monday. It could be week. Friday. Not even Monday. Could you imagine if it's next Friday? <laughs> oh my lord! Like if they the actually make us wait for the, like God. if they actually make us wait for the next Friday, they they need to do this as quick as possible. But like, yeah, they. This is the moment where we see, like, are they smart or are they really, really stupid? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the smart thing for them to do is to say, we are not going to do anything, nothing is changing, we shut down all these rumors, everything is going to be exclusive, and that's it. Simply that's it. You know what? We are even taking away the games that PlayStation has that we share with them, like Minecraft. That's it. That's exclusive. Like, I'm not saying that they are going to do that. I'm not saying that this is the smart strategy. I think the smart strategy is to keep titles from Xbox Game Studios as, as exclusives. And Bethesda and Activision Blizzard King as Multiplat. Because, yes, we know that Xbox has been, has had some issues in terms of like selling games and selling consoles. We know about that. But I think the best strategy for them to get more money to kind of enjoy that sweet, sweet PlayStation player base money cash from that like let, let's say i'm not this is not true but like let's say let's consider that those 100 million players that bought a playstation 4 they bought a playstation 5 and like xbox will enjoy all of that money from activision blizzard and bethesda games but i don't think that the smart strategy would be for them to make like Everything is going to eventually be multiplat. Older titles are going to be multiplat, or we are going to have temporary exclusives, and then one, two, five years after they are going to other consoles, because, like, it gets to the point where, as you guys probably, as you guys probably already talked about it before I came here, like. People are not going to be excited for to buy an, another Xbox. Sure, we can keep the old ones, but what what about the moment where it gets to the point where nobody's buying the consoles? This is not profitable anymore. There's no point in us spending so much money in this powerful hardware or in this accessible hardware and not sell anything. Okay, we're shutting down and that's it. Like. <clears throat> That's the only problem that comes, in my opinion, that it comes to, that might come to Xbox if they do everything multiplats. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I, like I said before, I don't, I think it is strictly a Bethesda Activision type of thing. And to, let's be, 
let's be honest now. So the the investing of the uh, PS5 dev kits, um, when they acquired Activision, obviously they already had PS5 dev kits at Activision. Mm-hmm. So why would you need more if you weren't going to expand that somehow? And when they acquired Bethesda, that was before the release of the PS5, right? It was shortly there before. So yeah, like a couple months. Before. Yeah, so that you would think that maybe they need some more for that. So I think it's I think this is a Bethesda Activision thing strictly. I don't think we're ever going to see a Gears on a PlayStation console. We're not going to see a Halo on a Gears on a PlayStation console. It's yeah, those are that's like that's like if you took um let's see what's a a, a revered uh let's like that's like if you took The Last of Us and put it on Xbox. That would cause the same revolt that we're seeing now because of all these rumors of everything. It's yeah. But you know, I, I digress. Uh, I really want to get into the little uh, the little pickings of news that we have floating around. Um, Aaron Greenberg uh, said on Twitter he wants to uh, give a big thanks to Pocket Pair and the over 7 million Xbox gamers playing Power World, uh, which is a record 10 days from launch. Yeah, that's uh, it is pretty massive. Um it's got something for everybody. I encourage everybody to go and play it. And I hated Pokemon, but now I think I might be open to uh, another Pokemon game if it has survival aspects to it. Because that's my jam. World exploration and survival aspects. Yeah, so what if I have to throw a little sphere to capture a pal? Turn them into slaves at my camp. <laughs> that's just totally not politically correct, but they did it. Yeah, more on Pocket Pal too. More on Pocket Pal. Japanese celebrities have reportedly been told to not mention Pal World. Uh, the Pokemon Company recently said that it was investigating whether the game infringes on its intellectual property. Hmm. <laughs> celebrities being told not. And the to Japanese them. laws are way different than uh, the U.S. Like if. If there's no parody clauses or anything like that there, so if they wanted to, they could just sue them. No repercussion. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I hope not, though. It's a great game. Um, yeah, they. Uh, that comes from uh, Tokyo Sports reports that according to a talent agency source, those talents have been told have been advised to not mention the game in case that there are issues. Well, hopefully it's not, hopefully it turns out to be nothing. And they, uh, they minded their P's and Q's just enough to keep them out of that infringement clause. Um, Planet yeah. Zoo is coming to consoles. Anybody, I know Fabio, you're okay. excited. What's that? Planet Zoo is coming to consoles. <laughs> I know you're excited. Keep- no, no. What's Planet Zoo? Is like a zoo tycoon? I don't know. I have no idea. No idea. But I'm psyched. Yeah. I can't wait to... Are you psyched? Oh, yeah. Totally. 
so to sad. create or is or is it or is it like those games where you create your own like your own park your own city and then in this situation you create your own zoo what you is that a game yeah I'm, i mean maybe ah, it's okay okay it's nice Hmm. <sighs> Matt, were you going to say something about Power World before I moved on to the next? No, oh yeah. So for that, I was I was gonna say if if there was anything there that they could sue them on, Nintendo would have done that as soon as this game started development. They would have they would have done that ASAP. I don't think they're gonna have any success. Uh, looking through trying to find out if you know oh they're infringing on like no i don't think they're gonna do <laughs> you're infringing on our success mm. yeah i don't think they're gonna do that if if there was something there they would have been sued and that game would have never seen the light of day yeah i agree i mean they're usually pretty quick on that <laughs> that they would have never let that go this far Anybody play Valiant Hearts? No, the old. Ooh, I didn't, but it was a for what I heard. It is a really beautiful game. Not not in terms of visuals, but in terms of the story and how it is told. Uh, the previously released Netflix sequel to Ubisoft's Valiant Hearts is set to be released on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One. Which, oh, was it a Netflix game? I the think, sequel? I think so. Wow. Uh, VGC has spotted on the Brazilian ratings board. They've recently classified a console port of Valiant Hearts coming home. Mm. Yeah. There is a sequel? Yeah, it was, apparently it was Netflix only. Which, I mean, being... I mean, I knew Netflix had what? games. Scroll past them every time as on my way to get to continue what I was watching, but I never clicked on them. Just not my gaming repertoire mm -hmm. to play on Netflix. Except for that horror game. That horror game was kind of fun. I honestly, you, 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 please do forgive me. I had no idea Netflix had games. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, well, the... yeah, well, I never tried them out, but apparently mm -hmm. they do. Mm -hmm. And Valiant Hearts mm -hmm. was supposed to be their saving grace on their platform. How are they going with? <laughs> apparently it's not going very good because it's going to other platforms. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then uh, released on pure Xbox. On Twitter, they said Dave the Diver Studio is still open to bringing its marine adventure to Xbox. Which, I mean, so I guess that's not a done deal yet. That is going to be on PlayStation. Just PlayStation hmm. consoles. for. Well, really, all they said was like, oh, we're not opposed to doing it in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the same thing uh, Power World developers said. About PlayStation port. That's, I mean, Dave the Divers is a lot of fun, too. That's yeah, cool. it's very popular. You play 
you you guys played Dave the Diver? Mm -hmm. Is it that good? I played it on Steam. I have not played it. Yeah, it was Indie Game of the Year, Fabio. Indie Game of the Year, even though it wasn't supposed to be in the Indie Game of the Year. but Did it actually win? I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think it did. I thought that was that it's other not. game that wasn't actually a indie developer that was there. There was another one? Seriously? Dave the Diver was an actual indie game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but was there another one besides Dave the Diver? I don't think so. I thought there was one that was right below it in the oh, list. Okay. Oh. Okay, 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 and, all right. Oh. Boy, Thember's been on VGC a lot. Uh, another VGC news. And Disney is investing $1.5 billion in Epic Games and building a new universe. What? Mm-hmm. It looks like a big storefront mm. to me. It's like, it's just a big microtransaction. Not interested at all. It's uh, It says that it will let users play, watch, shop, and engage with Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. No. That doesn't sound good at all. And considering the way Disney has been treating their IPs, yeah. Yeah, could be. <sighs> Ubisoft has stated that Assassin's Creed codename Red will be released by the end of March 2025. I'm actually excited for that one. Wait, wait, uh, they, seriously, they already confirmed that there's gonna be, okay, all right. It's codenamed like Red. A, yeah, yeah, but like, when was that announced? Did that start as, did that start as a rumor or something like that? Like, out of the sudden, no, codenamed Red? Yeah. Ah, was that okay. this year? Was it last year or something? I can't remember. Yeah. It was last year. Yeah. Ah, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, there. It's no idea that there was a sub show. I believe it's going to be um, Codename Red is going to be uh, SAS, Ubisoft's uh, take on because um, we know how popular the games like Sekiro have gotten and uh, games like that with the um, the Japanese lineage. Uh, Codename Red is is fit to take advantage of that. It's going to put Assassin's Creed in that type of environment. But uh, Ubisoft has also confirmed that Star Wars Outlaws will release by the end of this year. So nice. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Quick side note: You guys remember the Ubisoft show when the lot like where they showed all these games? You guys remember when they uh, had everybody sit in folding chairs? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Phil Phil Spencer looked like. Hella uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, damn, I don't blame him. You know, Goofy is a badass member. Just saying. Thimber said in the chat, said, soon you're going to play as Goofy killing Peter on Fortnite. Which he is a... Yeah. Goofy's a badass. But yeah, you do have this. You do have a point there. Mm. Yeah, Fortnite's going to be the Ready Player One game. <laughs> One day they're oh yeah, eventually for sure, and, uh, for sure, yeah. eventually they're good. That's gonna be the first game to hit the Apple Vision Pro. People yeah, just the walk Apple. around cities playing Fortnite, <laughs> just my walking in the streets mindlessly. 
<laughs> Pretending like they're shooting at oh. somebody. <laughs> and then, so final, final tidbit of news to uh, to go over, and then we'll do our outros and head on out. Um, the Ubisoft co-founder and CEO has come out and defended the seventy dollars price tag for Skull and Bones. He is calling it a he's calling it a quadruple A game. Yes. I mean that's insane. That's I it's about mean, to be a quadruple A failure. That's for sure. That's not the zinger. I mean, I mean, how much did that game cost to make? Four or five billion? I, what are we thinking? I don't. I mean, come on. It's yeah, a super it's... game. It cost <laughs> it. It cost it the same amount of money that Microsoft spends on Activision Blizzard. I mean, it's most, yeah, it's the most expensive game of all time. To me, I think they they just took you know they 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 built on the popularity of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and they threw a new coat of paint on it, and gave it some some new mechanics, and releasing mm-hmm. it as a live ser- it's a, it's the live service approach, and they recently published the year one roadmap, and they're insisting on charging seventy dollars for the game, and which potentially limits the size of its player base suggesting a free-to-play model may better suit the live service mechanics. But no. Look, we've spent so much money on this game, we want to make sure we get some of it back, even if it flops. Because of that. That's, I would think... See, and here's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't run a successful business, so maybe I'm dead wrong here. Uh, I would think that's... Getting money back, the best, most uh, logical way to do that, uh, sure, you could make your game $70, uh, but why not make it free to play and then just throw it, just make it a microtransaction hell, like mm-hmm. most live service games. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He goes on to say that you will see that Skull and Bones is a fully-fledged game said it's a very big game we feel that people will really see how vast and complete the game is it's really full triple quadruple a game that will deliver in the long run (laughs) Uh, it's just making up words now yeah there's Uh, there is an open beta for skull and bones um it's let's see what was free right now I believe so. Um, this game will cost ten fruples on Mars. Uh, this this article was just released today, so the open beta started today, and will run until February the 11th. So three days. The beta does support cross progression and cross play. The progression will be capped at the rank of brigade uh, brigand tier six rank one, and will carry over to the full game. Ah, lizard set. And then Skull and Bones will be finally released on February 16th. So an open beta of three days that ends five days before the release of the game. Okay. I, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it is not bad considering the development hell that it came like because, oh my god. How long? How long have people been waiting for this game? Mm, a long it's, time. Yeah, and it's gotten delayed like ten, ten times. It feels like at this point. 
No, like I think Skull and Bones and Beyond Good and Evil Two are like the games that have the biggest delays of all time. Like, like I think it gets to the point where it's almost just like Duke Duke Forever, almost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what's sad? I wonder. Is that um, that teaser that they gave for Beyond Good and Evil Two? That teaser mm -hmm. was freaking amazing. I mean, even the extended gameplay trailer. Yes, and then it was just like, oh well, no, we don't know about that game. We'll come back to it later. Like, don't do everyone that to me. Loves, everyone loves the monkey. Forgets it exists. Everyone loves the monkey. And in 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 closing, um, he goes on to say that uh, players will be able to play the game three days early if they pre-order oh, if they pre-order the one hundred dollar premium edition. Which will include mm. two extra missions, cosmetic items, and a smuggler pass token that will unlock Whoa. the premium battle pass. Ooh, there we go. There's that that catchphrase again: premium battle pass. So for a seventy dollar game, it's not premium. Am I not a premium customer? Yeah, if I pay seventy dollars for your live service game, I'm not a premium customer. Oh, you're a cheap. You're sad that you are that not a premium customer. Punished. Oh. I call it the Cheapscape Edition. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Cheapscape Edition. <laughs> I mean, don't you, don't you love these quadruple schlurposé game that is Skull and Bones? Like, you need to be a premium customer to play this premium game, don't you think? I think, I think so. I think you might be right. I mean, like, hey, that, that's the logic. You want to play a premium game, you need to be a premium customer, so buy the Battle Pass. If I want to play a full-fledged game, whatever that means, I need to pay a premium price. Mm -hmm. Blurple. Yeah. Do, do the pronunciation correctly, please. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, one of the things that I'm curious, like, changing the subject, like... Is there anything else that we would like to talk about Skull and Bones or something like nope, that? No, that's it. No, that's it. <laughs> no, okay. Okay, so let's talk about Helldivers. How has the game been holding up? Have you heard right. something about it? It's all right. You play, Vinny? Yeah, it's fun. It, it's just all right or like it's really good or like did you play your long? It's just fun. Like, <laughs> um... I think it, oh my I haven't played with friends yet. I've just played it solo. It's probably I have no with confidence friends. in your voice there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't played with friends yet, so I wouldn't know. I mean, did you? I mean, did you play Hell Divers or did you go to the f funeral of someone like Jesus? <laughs> yeah, well, I was. Like, I was yeah, facing whether or not I was going to get it. Fun. On how excited Vinny was and hearing Vinny just say it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's probably better it's, than friends, but I mean, no, like, I, I think a... that's the most genuine voice of saying that something is fun. Like, I think Vinny just is a yeah, it's fun. Like, oh my god, mm -hmm. <laughs> you can hear his voice how how excited he was playing the game. Oh god! Anyone else? Play Helldivers too. Like, uh, I saw some people really having a blast. It is one of the games that really caught my attention during the PlayStation Showcase last year. 
a terrible showcase answer but that game was really good to see i was excited to see that and i was like i've been like this since the first game which is like oh i wish i had this game on xbox honestly but yeah like some people have been having so a lot of fun but i've been seeing some issues with the pc release some people are having some struggles there you guys saw something something about that the only yeah. thing I couldn't get on the uh, server, but now mm. it was just like for the first hour I was trying to get in, but ah, I but it, it is fixed. Yeah, there's See. no bugs or anything. Some people have crashes, but I haven't had any yet. I see people mm -hmm. complaining mm -hmm. about the anti-cheat too. Like uh, apparently it's like a really old archaic version that's not amazing for your PC. Um, I yeah, I think people with like, you know, not so great GPUs are having a hard time with like, uh, optimization right now. Yeah. Oh, and the fact oh. that there's no DLSS, everybody's pissed off about that as well. Yeah, that's weird because PlayStation typically launches; they're usually quite good at launching with stuff like that, usually. DLSS, is that what it's called? Yes. DLSS. Okay, what does that mean? I'm sorry, please. I, I really don't know. Frame generation. AI upscaling. Yeah. Ah, interesting, interesting. And it seems that the game so far, even though it has been having those struggles, like people are really enjoying to the point where it had some really good sales so far. So yeah, congratulations to PlayStation because that is a first party title, right? No, it's not a first party title, no. but it is well, console exclusive. It is a second party title. Well, it is a yeah, second Technically title. it's first party, yeah. Oh really? Like ED it like it well, has in the, the gaming industry studios, a, right? Yeah, it's a first party logo. It has a PlayStation Studios logo there, right? Yeah, there's no such no. thing as second party in the gaming industry, so it's a first but party. But there's no such thing. Only for Xbox. Yeah. Like, mm. uh, Xbox is... Soon enough, uh, people are going to be saying that Xbox, like, this game is not even first party. It's not even third party. It's fifth party. Or something like that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What is it, Bob? Oh. It's sad. Yeah, wow. that's because I have to get ready to go to work. It's just, you know... Uh I can't wait till I'm back on day, day shift. That's this. That's the funny part. Is I'm kind of the boss on third shift. So ah, great. So yeah. why do you have to worry about going to work yeah. if you're the boss? I still have to, <laughs> no, just kidding. I still have to put up with everybody else. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna start it off. Mr. Fabio Amarim, sir, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah. You see the, the dramatic pause in my name, like the Mr. Fat. Like that, that mm. gulp of air there that you just, it's just 
Just perfection, just perfection. Well, you can <laughs> you can find me not just here in the Game Set Live podcast, but you can find me as well on the XPN Network YouTube channel where, yeah, we did a show talking about this situation where we started kind of shouting at each other because we are passionate and, like, everyone was talking over each other. It was just pure chaos. Not even I <laughs> managed to think straight or, like, just know what the hell I was talking about there to a point. But, yeah, it was quite fun. You can find me now just there. You can find me as well on Twitter as FPO Amorin97 and you can find me on Xbox as Buffalizer8. Thank you very much, Bob. Always a pleasure. And what is the XBN? What what does it stand for? Uh Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Network. See, see, there you go. Wouldn't it be XPNN then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we decided. Yeah, but we decided to go with network in the end, just so we don't repeat the end. See, that's why y'all got so so heated at each other is because you, Xbox is in the name. You know, it's too invested. You gotta pump the brake, back off, and play some games. Yeah. No, honestly, no, no, honestly, it's because I am. No, honestly, we got I get hit, we get heated over each other because I'm the only Brazilian there, and I'm fighting against a bunch of Brits. Oh, <laughs> basically yeah. and our esteemed guest <laughs> Matt likes games sir tell everybody where they can find you at absolutely I mean you can find me over on Twitter at Matt likes games you can find me on YouTube at Matt likes games and that's videos every Monday and Friday and then on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern it's the two player podcast with myself and ham solo 05 and then on Sundays on that channel it's the L3R3 podcast with myself, Hard Day's Mike, and it's me, Tuan. And that is where you can find me. Mm, nice. Everybody, go check him out. You so Vinny? Very much appreciate you having me on the show. Oh, it was a blast, dude. I've uh, n- never had you on here before. Yeah, and, uh, I couldn't on. believe I hadn't. I didn't even have you followed on Twitter, which was wild. I thought I had everybody followed. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a lot going on over on Twitter, so I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> Yeah. You so Vinny, sir, where can they find you at? You so Vinny? Find me at Uso Vinny on all platforms. X.com, uh, Steam, Xbox, and uh, PlayStation. Yeah, check him out. He'll, he's always playing the latest and greatest stuff. So if you follow him, you'll be in the know. You'll be playing the latest and greatest stuff yep. where everybody else knows it's late and great. <laughs> On my 4090. On his 4090. Just rub that shit. <laughs> on his 4090. Of course, of course he's going to say that. <laughs> we need to, we need to always have, we need to always put that checklist, like that bingo card saying, Vin is going to bitch and brag about his wonderful PC. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Thimber in the chat. He said, honestly, it's, he said, it's honest- like, a, it's like a, Timber in the chat, he said, honestly, today's episode was was nice, quite chill and respectful. That's why I love Bob. And then he says, okay, well, Bob, you're, you're the real one. Yeah, you know, Bob doesn't, I try not to take anything. Are you serious. real? I'm real. The, are, are you real? I am. I thought you were an imaginary friend. So. I am not an AI generation. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
By the uh, way, where a second? Where am I? Where what are, are you doing here? No, okay. Oh God. Where are you? Yeah, and this is KY Bob, the host, uh, the wrangler of ruffians every week on here the Game Set Live podcast. Uh, you can catch our live show on KY Bob's YouTube channel. Or you can listen, go episodes go audio on the podcast platforms, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Pocket Casts the next day. We're 24 hours off because I don't have time to upload them and get everything set before I go to work. Because we always run this show to the last minute. Yeah, we're good at that. But yeah, um... Can't wait till next week's episode when we actually get to talk about what was really going on with this full week of speculation. I look forward to seeing everybody next week. Play some games, touch some grass, hug somebody you love, and we're out. Hello. And don't forget to eat some. Yeah, don't forget to eat some. We see and we hear you. <laughs>